talk a little louder. Like talk about talk about MeUndies. Okay, so MeUndies. <laughs> <laughs> they are. Ma- like am I wearing MeUndies right now? Am I? Yeah, I am. The cheetah print. No leopard. Whatever this is, I don't know. <laughs> Big cat thunder pants. I had to. I I was watching. Um, oh God, what's it called? I think it's called Drawfee on YouTube. There are, it's a group of people, they work in like a studio or whatever, they basically have these prompts and they kind of draw things based on them. Like they had one where, I think it's four of them usually, one of them is like a really big Silent Hill fan, and so she was like, just based on the name alone, she asked the other people to draw like a Silent Hill, a Silent Hill monster. So there was one called Sad Daddy, uh, Flesh Lip, uh, something else. So, you know, they do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them was, I think, for like breakfast cereal mascots, maybe, and they drew some kind of like animal thing, and I had to like, whoever was drawing it was like really good at drawing it, and I it was some kind of like like I said some kind of animal, and I was like like humanoid animal, I was like am I a furry? And then I looked at these <laughs> these le- leopard print underwear that I had, and I was like oh no. <laughs> When did it happen? Yeah, when? When did it happen? I had a uh, moment question. Before you I... say that, I need to clarify I'm not a furry. But go <laughs> well, on. This isn't an episode. Oh, no. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could cut it in somewhere. Okay, okay. okay. Please be the <laughs> So are you telling me that none of that is going in? I can, I can throw it in somewhere. It should. Pro- most of it, I think, should probably go in. <laughs> I could leave like kind of a break after the like, end of the music, and then that just comes right in. It's like I don't know. I think it should be like a cold open, and um, I say like, actually, "Am I a furry?" And then the intro Welcome to Dorky Dorky Literature Club. We are JJ. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Legion? I'm going to go, we are your hosts. Oh, well, fine. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. that seems so obvious. I'm JP. <laughs> I'm Seth. You already heard who I am. <laughs> uh, this is episode five of our humble literature club yeah we made it halfway to where most podcasts die so all we have to do is keep it up hey think positive we've made an entire hand yeah 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 like they usually die in 10 well i mean that's just what i've heard i don't know for sure but that's just like what i hear like 10 is that number where a lot of people just stop mm. kind of like with uh like D campaigns yeah oh yeah i don't even think most people make it to the 10th session probably not yeah. <laughs> i thought about this isn't a lot of D like technically fan fiction because you're given yeah. a set universe a lot of the time oh yeah and then you make your own characters you know? even more so if you like totally go against the dm's wishes well i guess so but if you like <laughs> you know, if you gave everything basically i don't know like a monster hunter skin mm-hmm. or if you i guess with starcraft starcraft is that it That's the, the space one yeah yeah uh like a mass effect skin or something like that you know mm-hmm. so yeah i'd say that counts are you like you're taking like established lore of like gods and then writing your own yeah yeah story around that yeah so yeah. it just kind of sucks when like they're really good because like you know it'll never be like real like you know uh, I guess real like it'll never be official canon or anything like that unless you somehow end up working for that company and like years down the line like I had this idea like that's why I hate seeing. <laughs> Uh, fan Pokemon because a lot of them are really good designs, oh, yeah, yeah. but I'm like, this will never. Yeah, you mean like how Vin Diesel got his own movie based on his D and D character, the Witch Hunter movie? That was his D and D character. I've never heard of that movie. It's exactly you're talking about Triple X. No, he did. He did a movie. It's called Witch Hunter, and it's like a, a character that he used to play in D and D, and he was like, I'm going to turn it into a movie. Well, it wasn't the worst thing I've ever watched. Well, he's 
an outlier because he's rich. That doesn't count. <laughs> well, he did. So he did that that scene in that part of that deal for Tokyo Drift was him getting the Riddick franchise back, and then also oh. like him doing some other stuff. Let him do Witch Hunter. Hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Can you support? Just to make things even, I think. Did do all the Fast and Furious movies? Are they like together? Are they? Is it a coherent story? I I think I've seen two. One was on like TV, so yeah. I was barely paying attention when I watched Tokyo Drift. I've seen most of them. Isn't like little Bow Wow in Tokyo Drift? Yeah. Well, and then there's a oh. character of Han who they really liked, and they killed him off. So then the other ones were <laughs> kind of prequels to, so they could put him in like two more movies because they liked him. Uh huh. Which I always thought was weird because those movies revolved around having like the classic car and then like the new hot car. So I don't know if they really paid attention to that, but yeah. And then they put the rock in it, and then it made more money. Yeah, I was gonna say like, when did they add the rock? And was that like, like a rivalry between see? Rock and Vin Diesel? Was he still in them at that point? Yeah, they're still like all in them. Oh, okay. Even little Bow Wow? No. Oh. Did he die? No. In the movie? They just don't. Yeah, they're <laughs> just kind of like, eh. Oh, okay. That was its own, like, yeah, set guess, story. I guess, the... uh, it's kind of the early 2000s. I feel like most of my exposures just come from, like, ads for the film. And I feel like I'm not really that far behind. No one like, goes on. Cross-promotions of, like, did they do something with Taco Bell? I don't or Mountain know. Dew, maybe? I don't know. Probably Mountain Dew. Probably. But I know I know that like the rock was originally like out to get them. And then and I think by them. Yeah. And I know I just been watching the preview. But it's still about like racing cars? Mm, winning no, I, I feel like they were really good at racing and then they got recruited by like the government or some agency to do missions for them oh. with their cars. Remember the first one was about racing cars but like they were stealing merch off of Oh yeah, trucks and then oh, it wow. became Jeez, the I'm, spy thriller in the second one. And, yeah. I'm all over the place. Dude. Yeah. Huh. All I remember, I've never seen any of them, except one time I was like, you know, on TV, and I just remember. I guess it was Tokyo Drift because they were in Japan and I think like a bathhouse or something, mm-hmm. and there were these like, I assume they were probably sumo wrestlers. I don't know. But then I was like, this doesn't have anything to do with cars. Also, I'm not in the cars, so I turned the channel. But, uh, yeah. well, I know the the guy who was the main character in Tokyo Drift is now like on NCIS New Orleans or something. Oh, so weird. Oh, I've seen you before. Oh, yeah. Tokyo. <laughs> That's dope. Yeah, it's always been an interesting franchise. Like, yeah. I guess it's nice if you like it, but well, it's amazing past. it's still going. Yeah. I mean, I think with that concept, you could just keep it running, definitely. Probably. <laughs> but um, is Saw still going? Because that has like eight No, they killed that off. Oh, okay. I can never watch but that either. You can you can be a Saw villain in Dead by Daylight. Oh. Which I've been playing way too much of. It does look fun. <laughs> it looks like a lot of fun. I'm going to download it when I get home. Yeah. I mean, it's free, so... Yeah, why not? Is it like only for a limited time free, or is it? No, just... it's just with the PlayStation Plus. Like, if you're paying for that, you get oh, games okay. free every month. Sweet. So. Oh, it's their monthly like free thing. Yeah. Okay, okay. Then yeah, I'll definitely do it though. Um, and kind of like I think you pointed out, I'm not really a big fan of horror games, yeah. like survival horror games, but yeah. because it's co-op against some uh, one person, yeah, I'm willing to play it. And it's just it's kind of more, it's more Scooby Doo than like. That's fair. I'm getting murdered. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the they hook, got away again. The hook thing is kind of gross. Yeah. But, but it's not too gory. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> but, uh, like, for me, like, horror movies I don't find scary. I just find, like, every decision people make in those to be stupid. Mm-hmm. So I can't, I can't get into them. I'm like, well, this would never happen. So, mm-hmm. um, Horror games though freak me out, and I won't go near them. Like you, you want me to play Resident Evil in VR, and I'll never do that because I'm not gonna like have it attached to my face where I can't get away from it. And we'd probably try to like put you back in the chair so yeah. you try to stand up, <laughs> or you'd like touch my neck while I had it on or something. I'm like yeah, 
That was kind of like, I felt the same way <laughs> just playing Skyrim. <laughs> like when that wolf came after me and I had to pause the game. Mm. And like, I just looked down. <laughs> and just yeah, or like, I, don't, I haven't come across one in VR, but like bears in the regular Skyrim are really loud as soon as they show up in the game. I can't imagine like oh yeah being hearing that like, VR like oh god yeah yeah <laughs> but um I think I liked um actually one of the games I played that was pretty crazy was Condemned um, did you watch Box yeah it was a launch title I think yeah or early window it was there's this one part where you're being hunted by like a mutant firefighter and that was pretty crazy actually the the scariest game I played that I really enjoyed was um the first Dead Space, which was really well done. Like it was, it wasn't just jump scares. Like the pacing was excellent in that game, hmm. and the enemies were horrifying. When I played Condemned, I remember playing at like three in the morning, and my dog barked, and, it, like, <laughs> and I just yelled <laughs> in my house. And I just felt like an ass. And I remember my parents the next morning, like, "Did you like hear something?" And I was like, "That was me." <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I played, what was it, Death Space 1 came out when I was in college. I remember playing for about five minutes, and there was an area where you get to, and there's like one light on in a dark room, and I turned it off. Like, now I'm good. Yeah, I'm the I'm the person who gets really scared by, like, the internet prank, where it's like, oh, you'll see a ghost seven seconds into this clip, and then it's like the dead lady who runs at you. It always fucking gets me, I hate it. I don't even know what you're talking about. We have some fun with that later. Yeah, no. I'll show you later. Uh, <laughs> you won't. <laughs> it's any any variety of videos where it's like, you won't believe what happens like this far in, and you're like waiting for it, and it's just like, Ugh. Oh. Yeah, I just don't watch You those. didn't miss out. Yeah, you didn't miss out. I will send one to you at some point, though. You know, I was watching, um, there's a show on Netflix. I don't know who, what his name is, but it's basically like a Tosh.0 kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um... Almost exactly, really. But Oh, Joel McKinney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's him. And um, he did a segment about YouTubers, mm-hmm. and he had Markiplier as a guest. And first of all, it's not fair that you can be, like, handsome and charismatic and successful and everything. You can't. You can't. He needs to give some of those back. He has too many. Markiplier has too many. <laughs> but anyway, so he was talking about YouTube. And, um, there was a guy who was playing, I guess, a horror game. He was, like, showing segments of different YouTubers streaming. And he also, like, got scared by whatever game he was playing and then something that happened in real life. But the real life thing was his actual, like, baby. (laughs) (laughs) That just, I guess, tapped him on the leg or something and he jumped. And I don't know if he knocked her over or anything like that, but, man. I don't know. It was... It was so stupid. I think the... The least into like horror stuff I can get is like a haunted house. I remember being dragged to those when I was younger, and oh, like, yeah. I don't want to be here. I still don't go to those. Well, not because I'm freaked out, because it's like annoying. Like, yeah. <laughs> people are like I'm, a, I'm a scare you. Like, it just... didn't didn't work. Please stop coming right up to me in the dark. It's well, annoying. Well, then they have to. They can't just like stop for you and then turn it back on. But it's it's so awkward because they're trying real hard and then you're just quiet and looking at them and they're like, you know, where do I go from here? I can't oh, actually touch you. Right. Yeah, I <laughs> the one horror house that was in my town I grew up Can in. Say that horror house. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> was uh, my friend working there, so I refused to go in because I just knew halfway through the ride he's going to turn off the power and mess mm. with me. I was like, I don't, I don't trust you. Is there anything being scared by your job and then you having fun on your lunch break? We're not going to do this. Yeah, yeah, I still don't go. I just don't like feeling scared. I'll never pay to be scared. So I, yeah. won't, I won't play a horror game, even uh, even if someone like gave it to me for free. I still wouldn't play it. I won't watch like scary movies. I, I don't do haunted houses. I just don't want to pay money. I don't want to be scared ever, and I especially don't want to pay money to be scared. I mean, I'll do horror movies. I love horror films stuff like that but yeah i don't i don't like haunted houses mainly because fight or flight kicks in and i tend to thrash so like i don't want to punch somebody in the face on accident like i would feel bad that's you just bust out some sick skate moves yeah get scared i understand skate <laughs> skate three kickflip thrash. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah 
You know, I'm I'm kind of iffy on some horror games I'll play and then some I won't. Russia Russia Blood, um, it's a VR game. It gets kind of crazy. Is that the one with the clowns? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just kind of running at you out of the dark. Like I had you can trouble. shoot them, it's, so it's not as bad. Like but it's weird because like <laughs> I played, and these aren't horror games. I played Bayonetta, no problem. That's not a horror game. It's not scary. <laughs> That's not what I expected you to mention. <laughs> no, but then like I was playing um, Devil May Cry, the first one, mm-hmm. um, and the very like first mission or whatever, like the villain or the enemies that you're fighting are like these human-sized like puppets. Mm-hmm. Like I can't, I can't do it. <laughs> I don't know what it is. But did you grow up watching like Are You Afraid of the Dark and Goosebumps? Uh, like every now and then. So I was thinking about those, like, I remember watching Goosebumps, and like, everything ended very happily, or it kind of worked out in a weird way, and then, are you afraid of the dark? A child probably died in that story that you just watched. Maybe <laughs> hmm. I need to watch it again. I watched the movie on Netflix, that was stupid. It had Jack Black in it. I don't think anyone died. It was like, kind of like a mashup kind of thing. Yeah, like, like all, you know, all those books, yeah, I've seen it. Hey, the, um, Halloween store's already open. Is it really? Yeah. And this is uh, August, August 15th. That makes me happy. September, October. That's not too, too far, I guess. That's too far. I mean, I have Halloween. <laughs> I mean, I, we leave Halloween, Halloween decorations up all year in our apartment, so. Or at least they're tablecloth. Mm-hmm. So. Adulting's hard. I mean, if it fits the room decor, it's fine. Um, I did start my hero. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Wow, almost done season two. Do you like it? Yeah, no. It was one of those things where I wasn't sure if I was going to like it, but I was hooked, and I just kind of mm-hmm. wouldn't stop. And I was some nights I was up until like two in the morning watching, and then I had to stop. So it work. Did you watch in Japanese or English? I watched dubbed. Oh okay. I actually prefer to. For some reason, something about the Japanese voices they don't click with me for. I have that problem too. Like Dragon Ball, can't watch Dragon oh, I Ball. I hate Dragon Ball. <laughs> and with Bebop, I had to watch the sub. I watch. I watch the subtitle version of my hair. I mean, it's fine. I just <laughs> the voices somehow feel. I don't know. They just feel more real to me in English. Yeah, I, it's, I it's not heard. always the case with like all anime. It's not just like oh, I can understand it. Like thing, I just they just sound better to me. Which is weird because like movies, I will tend to watch subtitle yeah but like it's a series i mean i like to multitask too so i'd rather be able to like listen to it yeah and then having like have a stare at the screen all time so yeah i, I just recently got caught up in season three mm-hmm. um but i hadn't been able to watch it because i have to like sit there and read it so mm-hmm. like any time to do this i think the power that bothers me the most is the guy that's got the weird human kangaroo tail yeah i don't understand <laughs> why his tail looks like that it, uh, it's meaty yeah, you know, and like it has a hairpiece on it, and there's something about like his power. I'm like, I feel bad for you. Like that's just weird. It's very phallic. Well, well I don't know about that. And <laughs> the guy who's got the the running, the super speed. Yeah, it creeped me out when they showed his legs for the first time, and like the heat pipes coming uh, out of it. And I was like, that freaked me out. Like out of all the other powers people mm-hmm. have, it's like, was he born with those? Yeah, I was like, those. Like, did that come out of your skin? And like. Metal, I bet, real I bet organic it's kind of like, like when gears grow like horns or whatever. I bet Antlers and they that. fall yeah. out and he gets new ones. Yeah. <laughs> it's new shiny. I think in, in the lore they say like most quirks appear in puberty. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That's yeah. true because you have like that weird painty toe thing. So maybe maybe like you don't have to worry about tailpipes on your baby when you get birth. I guess so. <laughs> but then, then like, there are other characters like... Um, I want to say Yamaguchi, but that's not right. The bird head guy? Yeah, 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 yeah. Who's the shadow bird? It's like, his head's a bird, but his power is shadow. Yeah, but it's mm-hmm. like his whole body is, like, turned into a bird, basically. That must kind well, of no, it's like to... just his face. Is it just his I face? think his yeah. arms are normal. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. you're right, you're right. He's you're got, right. like, a human body, but his face is a bird, but he also controls his shadow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And something, it's, I don't know, I think, I like, it kind of like, like uh, One Punch. is like, it takes that superhero genre, which we're oversaturated in, and, like, tweaks it enough where you can poke fun or at least acknowledge it. Some powers are weird and lame but they make it work. Yeah. I still yeah. hate Bakugo. I really just hate that archetype of like, I'm mad at the main character for no reason. Yeah. I like his power. Mine's just like the creepy sweat. But. Natural goes from sweat. Sweat, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when they're like, my power comes from my sweat. I'm like, That's disgusting. Well, I mean, the other girl, Yaoi Rosu, I think. 
She's the one with the create ability. Oh, yeah, it comes yeah. out of her stomach. Yeah, she just needs like her skin exposed, which is like, oh wow, great, <laughs> great guy. <laughs> it's it's kind of like couldn't think of anything else for her. Metal Gear Solid, like she breathes through her skin, so yeah. uh, bikini. It's like a Starfire thing. It's just <laughs> another reason to get a girl in the bathing suit, I guess. Whatever, whatever, I guess. Yeah, because it's like, well, Superman gets his power from the sun. He's totally covered. Yeah, <laughs> hands and. Neck up, or yeah. I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> so I just need a little bit. Um, I, I like how the the tape guy is in class one A. He seems like. Well, you don't know how strong the... the tape is. I guess. <laughs> He's kind of their Spider Man, though. Yeah, like how he moves yeah. and what he can do with it. They they love Spider Man in Japan. They love Spider Man everywhere. But it's, but it's not like he has spider senses or spider strength. He's just got a lot of tape coming out of his elbows. And knees, I think. And, oh, is it knees too? I want to say. Okay. That still seems like... Well, him and, like, grape juice. Minetta. That kid bothers me. I don't <laughs> like him. I don't like Minetta. Yeah, I would... I don't believe in bullying, but I'd stuff him <laughs> in a locker. Wow. Like... Wow. I feel like I would... I could recommend the show to people who don't watch anime if he wasn't in it. He's that trope I don't like about <laughs> anime. Oh, that's He's fair. that kind of character that... Yeah overly perverted but mm-hmm. it's okay because he'll never get the girl I'm like he's constantly being creepy <laughs> like he needs yeah. to be put in his place yeah yeah a nice restraining order and then like get rid of him which actually he's actually not too common he makes a lot of comments but they don't actually go into it too much so it's not like some other animes where it's just like the, overly the best friend who's like that yeah, yeah that's, that's true that's true there's one episode, um, and it's kind of like a filler episode. Wait, you're only on season two? Huh. I'll just wait. I don't want to. I mean, it's not like <laughs> a spoiler, but whatever. I'll just wait. I don't like Mineta. That's the point. <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking about his like, showdown? No. Okay. Um. So, yeah, how about... um. Tokoyami. Is that his name? That's his name. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. That's where the Yami came from. Well, I said Yami. This is a good segue name. into what I read, because it's about Tokoyami. Really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, so we've established... Well, I guess we haven't explained like the idea of My Hero Academia, yeah. if you haven't seen it, which is... It's a school for heroes. Mm-hmm. And I kind of I kind of like the show, because it's like a... It feels like a, a Japanese take on a more Western idea, I guess. Okay. Like the Harry Potter or the X-Men, you have these gifts, you're going to go to a place to harness these powers and use them for good or whatever. Yeah, but I, I just mean like some, I feel like the superheroes are reminiscent, a lot of them are reminiscent of like Western yeah. um, archetypes, like All Might. Captain America, Superman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's definitely like that symbol. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's cool to see that, um, like their take on it. I can get with that. I do love him out of his like super form now as just being this like really <laughs> scrawny, like creepy looking guy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I actually bought some uh, Mercat gear. That's all my inspired. Did I mention that before? I think so. I, posted I, think I might it. have. I know I did post Instagram. it, but I don't know if I actually mentioned it. I really like it. It feels very nice and I feel good when I wear it. I like do you, all my... Do you walk in the gym and say... No. Hey. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> it's weird because it's very like it's very eye catching, but I also don't like people looking at me. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I've had a couple of people like come up to me and ask about it, which is cool. Or like, like while you're lifting something, you should yell like Detroit Smash and just like just fuck out of it. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. Um. Yeah. That's the general idea of the show. The School for Superheroes, Coming of Age Tale. Um, so, alright, that's what we know about my hero. Mm-hmm. So what do you know about Sesame Street? Specifically, Big Bird. That has to be one of the worst puppets to ever puppeteer, because you have to have one arm up and then one arm out. Constantly. Really? Yeah. Oh. oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and then when they would use both arms, you would just switch. Oh. Huh. 
So is, is he never talking and moving both arms at the same time? I think they have like a rod for that one, but I know that he's always got one active arm, and then the other one kind of hangs there. Hmm. Oh. So posture-wise. Yeah, I guess I never... <laughs> so it reminds me of a, a girl in kindergarten for Halloween. She had like a homemade Big Bird costume, and she kept hitting all the doors when we had to go out for like a big school photo, and like feathers were coming off of it. What grade is this? This is kindergarten. And it was big enough to hit a door. Yeah. Oh. Her mom How went all out. How could she move? She had eye holes in like the chest, and her mom went all. It was like made out of cardboard and feathers. It looked really great. I was Indiana Jones, just so you know. But you're talking about a over six foot yeah costume. Well, a, lot a lot of cardboard. cardboard a lot of cardboard. Sorry, but you're I asking guess. kindergarten to move it around. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was like a repurposed refrigerator box too. So it was like a regular size uh, body, oh. but like real tiny legs. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I like it. Okay, I get it. I'm into it. But yeah, no, it was huge. I know that he's got his little, not little, but mammoth, Snuffleupagus. Is that his pet? Well, he couldn't see it. Oh, is it an imaginary friend? But then they changed that. Oh, God, why do I know all this about Sesame Street? Uh, they changed it because they didn't want kids to not be able to like talk about things with people. Like, you know, like if there's issues, you know, like if it's made up. I think they had to make him real for that reason. Oh. So that like people would believe them when they talk about stuff. Okay. Um, I can, okay. That's fair. I think he also, does he have like little worms as friends or something? Little like inchworms? No, that's Oscar. Oscar has the inchworm. So Big Bird and My Hero. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. What's it called? Though? What is Big Bird's quirk? It's well, uh, hang on. <laughs> so, uh, this was actually a submission from no way. Uh, at at Frilly Ice Cream. Oh shit, we got one. <laughs> we uh, made it. Yeah. So where have they submitted to? Uh, in word of mouth. <laughs> we'll, we'll edit that out in post. <laughs> <laughs> Twitter. We selected a lucky Twitter user out of our <laughs> thousands of followers. You could be one too. Um, Twitter.com slash WWDLC. Yeah. That's easy to remember. Or you can hashtag Dorky Dorky Lit. <laughs> <laughs> but it's called uh, Fumikage Tokoyami Origins. It's written by Moon Blossoms, I think. It's on archive of our own. It's not on fanfiction.net for a change. Um, So basically, um, it talks about how mysterious Tokoyami is um, and how he's like very reserved. And it's not very long. It's basically just kind of musing about what his origins could be. Mm -hmm. So it's uh, more or less his mother was. had a similar quirk to Dark Shadow. Okay. Where she could control her shadow and then she fell in love with Big Bird. Okay. <laughs> and uh he is their child. Um Oh no. <laughs> so it's not canon, but according to this Oh yeah, it's not canon. It's not canon. <laughs> I like the warning. According to this, Big Bird is Tokoyami's father. I I like the idea of that. Because <laughs> he just wants what's best for him and he's like giving him all these all this wholesome advice. Right, uh, but also, that's not really the case. Oh. <laughs> because uh, it's it's claiming that Tokoyami is like... Learned? More or less a goth, like he dyed all his feathers black. Okay. So he's actually a blonde? I think so, yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, and like, Big Bird kind of shuns him. Oh no, this. he would never do that. <laughs> so it, in this it's saying like, Big Bird's like always big for the spotlight and being acting oh. nice but behind the scenes he's just kind of like a real shitty jerk dad. and like oh no bad bad form so good dad on tv but <laughs> yeah. bad dad in practice yeah it's just oh, an act no. <laughs> oh, this is really a kick in the childhood i don't like this um let's see let's get, let's get a quote out of here okay this is uh this is big bird you're a disgrace to the family look what you've done to your beautiful feathers dyed them black like some goth I won't raise a son like you. You make me ashamed to even acknowledge you. I'm sending you away. (laughs) So he flew the coop. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, um, 
<laughs> That's more or less the, the summary of the story. It's just that Big Bird's a huge jerk. Somehow I can believe it, but I don't want to. <laughs> and he's Tokoyami's father. And it's basically saying how he just wants to forget his past. Because okay. it was so rough. And uh, he'll always remain a mystery to the other students in Class 1A. I mean, it doesn't have to. I was going to say, does he ask other people, can you tell me how to get to Sesame Street so I can get to his father? But I guess if he's trying to cut him out. Yeah. Yeah. They should like take. They should have a, a an episode where they go. I don't know. It's like some field trip, and they have to go through Sesame Street, and then they lose. They lose him on the way. Oh my god! And then he just shows up at the end once they've already made it, and it's like, why didn't you? Where did you go? And they like, don't worry about it. <laughs> I don't. Somehow I do believe it. I can believe that Big Bird <laughs> would do that. Big Bird and Elmo, I believe. And I bet Oscar is actually super nice in person. Yeah. That I feel is... like any any like prominent character or person in a children's show mm-hmm. is probably pretty just awful outside of that. Do you think Steve was in Blue's Clues? Wasn't he into drugs? No, he, he nice legit person. said he just didn't want to get old on TV. He started wrestling, right? Did he? I believe so. I'm he's like a, he does like confident. folk music and stuff. I'm eighty percent confident he may have done some wrestling. Are you talking about Joe or Steve? Who's the first one? Steve. Steve. I think I'm talking about Steve. I might be talking about. Oh, maybe. I should get this. That's. I kind of like it though. I bet. I bet the, his actual backstory is he has like a perfectly fine and accepting early life, and he's like, "Yeah, I want to be a hero. I want to do good out there, and that's it." And it's either that or something terribly. So tragic. in a way, he's like his father. He's helping people. I guess so. But in his own, to his own being. Yeah, it's like the Big Bird le- legacy. <laughs> okay, I just googled this. I don't know if it happened in the past or not, but from March of this year, there is a story titled "Old Blues Clues Host Challenges John Cena to Fight." Oh, so you were right then, huh? Yeah. Is he like Jack or something? I don't know. Let's so see if we can find it, a picture of this guy. Is this our childhood versus like other people's childhood? I feel, like, John Cena? I feel like John Cena's going to win. <laughs> I wonder if it's just like trying to get popular again. Like, yeah, trying to show I feel up. like if he wanted to, he wouldn't have to do all that much. Like, people love him. They specifically love him because they hate Joe. Such a weird way to write off the character. <laughs> I'm going to college. Bye, guys. Nickelodeon what? tweeted at him and said, maybe we can find a green stripe polo big enough for both of you. Oh, I'd watch it. <laughs> I think this is Steve here in the video. It's on TMZ. Oh. He doesn't, he doesn't look that big, though. Wait, oh, that's a pretty... Does this yeah. Some, there's some, Actually, those traps are pretty large. Yeah. yeah. His forearms, too? Yeah. I mean, like, John Cena's gonna win. <laughs> I'm just now imagining like John Cena coming out to his music and then Steve coming out to you know the Blues what? Blues you know what he oh, should God. do? You know what he should do? Um Oh man, this they wouldn't be able to like have it in an arena though. Are we fan picking a match? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh I guess we are. <laughs> what if what if he runs over to the crowd and he comes back with the mailbox? Oh yeah. <laughs> or the um salt and pepper in the eye. Oh my God. <laughs> No, paprika. paprika. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rosa, baby. <laughs> no, but they, they they wouldn't be able to televise this, but um, they should, like, have the match inside of, like, a painting. Like, they both blue skidoo into yeah. it. Yeah. Or he throws him off the cage into a painting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Falls. Yeah, it's like, you're not getting out that easy. It's Steve with his signature blue skidoo. <laughs> <laughs> Like from the the top of the ring. <laughs> man, I really want to see this now. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, I hope that would be great. I mean, well, and then John Cena would do his signature. You know, you can't see me. Mm-hmm. Oh and then, yeah. And then, and then are you ready? All the background disappears and it just reveals a green screen. Oh. Or actually, no. John Cena puts on a green screen suit and then disappears. Oh, I was the... go- I was gonna say like. He's doing the you can't see me thing, and he's asking the audience, like, do you see it? Where is it? And they're like, he's over there. <laughs> or, or he's, like, trying to track him, and then blue paw prints show up to lead him to him. Oh, God. We need to be doing planners for this. You just hear, like, in the loudspeakers, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> But who would win, though? Because, I mean, 
They would either have to get interrupted by like a third party. Dora the Explorer comes out with a does a chair shot right on all of them and uh end of the match. Is there a movie with her? They're doing a live action thing. Okay. They're also doing a live action Kim Possible. Well that's that one is, makes more sense to me than the Dora the Explorer one, but whatever I guess. Or maybe like um there like some pyrotechnics could go off like Oh, looks like Steve's getting some backup. Who's who's coming out? Uh-oh. Wishbone! Oh. What's the story? <laughs> I thought you were going to say Joe. Oh, that's who they get interrupted by. They get interrupted by Joe and they have to team up. <laughs> Take him out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that way they can both win. They're both like heroes. Okay, different yeah, yeah. Through friendship, they overcome Joe. Yeah. Yeah. I'm into it. Uh, yeah. We need to... Let's see if this happens. TM. <laughs> I do own these two properties. <laughs> no one else can do this. Is John Cena a property? Or, or what if it was uh, uh, the Pollywog from Goa Goa Island? Binya Binya Pollywog? That was such a great show. That was a pretty good show. And then he, and then he uh, makes you put your foot in your hand, but it's a hole. What? Is that something he did? <laughs> the song is Come Put Your Foot in Your Hand. Don't miss the fun things that we planned. Oh. Or that means hurry up. Don't miss the fun things that we planned. Yeah. But I'm picturing like uh, one of those leg headlines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, I can get with that too. Mm-hmm. Dang. This needs to... This needs to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. you draw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll do, I'll do a little a quick sketch Actually, for a nice Twitter. painting though. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, like uh, Steve uh, dropping a, an elbow from the top <laughs> rope. It's going to be a little bit before I get to this, but I think it's worth it. Like a, I commissioned this. Uh, it would be like a, a target, but, you know, it's the paw print, you know. Yeah. Or we could stab him through the heart with, like, his little crayon. <laughs> and the crayon's just freaking out. Well, the crayon doesn't talk, I don't think. There's a face there, right? Maybe. No, he's no, doing, no, like, no, draw no. stuff right now. Yeah, right, right, right. yeah, one of those big jumbo-sized black crayons. <laughs> The giant notepad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Give him the chair. And this, it's that this like is armchair. good. We need to do this. Yeah. What were the other uh, Periwinkle can stay gone? That's a post Steve era. Magenta. <laughs> I feel like Magenta. Magenta was like the Susie Carmichael of Blue Screws. Susie Carmichael was the <laughs> little the black girl in Rugrats. Who, okay, you don't remember her because she was, in, she was in she was in so few episodes. Her mother trained at the Cordon Bleu. I remember that. Oh, did she? Yeah, no, it was like when they did the move-in the episode. Cordon Bleu? Yeah, they talked about it. It was like her and D- uh, Isn't that Didi. food? No, it's the chef's school. Because oh. I remember there was some, there was some deal with the Jello mold. I like just remember those green Jello. Mold. Yeah, I do remember that. Cordon, Cordon Bleu is a food though too, right? Yeah, okay. chicken Cordon Bleu. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. She's a doctor though, but she was. The girl, she was like actually smarter than all of them. She spoke many languages. Hmm. I think that's why she wasn't in very many episodes because she <laughs> would probably just feel like, guys, what are you doing? <laughs> that's a dumb idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I recalled. I think the WWE may remember. Um, my mom sent me something. She's a huge fan of General Hospital. Okay. Which, if you know nothing about it, you think, oh, it's a soap opera revolving around a hospital in a town. Mm-hmm. True. Uh, in the past, they've had one of the characters that was basically the supervillain threatening to freeze the world. In General Hospital? In General Hospital. Okay. So, I think it gets pretty wild at times. It sounds like a comic book for some of the things I've heard about it. But she sent me this <laughs> thing. Uh, which is basically, um, you're never gonna guess who is now a canon character in the General Hospital universe. Just try, just try and guess. Is this someone we've talked about? No, I'm gonna just narrow it down here and say they're a food personality. Guy Fieri. They're a they're a fictional food personality. Oh, fictional. Yeah. Fictional food personality. Mm-hmm. They're a mascot. They're human. A human. A human mascot, mascot. for a food Captain franchise. Crunch? No. Oh, okay. A jolly um, green giant, a live action human, live action <laughs> for a Count Chocula for a restaurant chain, restaurant. Burger King. 
a Kentucky-based. Oh, oh God. Really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I kind of like it though. That's, who who plays him? The Colonel. The I don't know the actor's name. He's the more recent guy. I was hoping it'd be Reba McIntyre because she just got to do it. Uh huh. It wasn't her. Didn't somebody? Who is it now? It's like some dude. Rob Riggle did it too. Not Rob Riggle. It's not, not Norm McDonald. Not Norm. It's no. another guy. I don't know his name now. They're kind of a suave. It's kind of clever though that they're doing that where they change it up every few ads. Yeah. Reba's my favorite, but anyway, so like one of them's a report. Like one of the girls is a reporter. The other one's works for a magazine. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "There's someone special I wanted you to meet." Oh, and there's like KFC on the table, and that's <laughs> apparently like their thing they do to unwind is like get together and gossip and eat KFC. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then she opens the door and it's like, she's like Colonel Sanders. Is, is is the other person dying? Is it like a last wish kind of thing? No, it's just it's clearly well, yeah, yeah. forcing in the episode. I've seen one where they did one with Olay, and they had like gift bags for like a wedding or something, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, what's even in these? And she's like, oh, it's Olay anti aging cream. <laughs> blah 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 blah. And yeah. she's like, well, I'll have to try it, or I guess you'll be able to see when I. <laughs> this, like, oh, but Jesus. this felt like the writers are like, you, we have to do what, and they just kind of. <laughs> Wrote a fan fiction and put it in the show. I like it though, because basically, they know this girl knew Colonel Sanders because she got help from a friend who's a hacker. Okay. To break into Colonel Sanders is almost like a spy. Okay. Who also has a restaurant. This is the most intense. Right. <laughs> I know. Ever. It was it. so yeah. weird, but like he helped him break into some database or something on a mission he had. Or or helped him, and then helped him, like, prevent his uh, secret formula from being mm-hmm. stolen. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Which, by the end of this encounter, he leaves with them a fucking thick book on his shelf. Like, that's his secret spot for it now. Oh. He's in their apartment. In a <laughs> thick book. But it was just, like, a very surreal thing to watch. Like these writers include Colonel Sanders in the General Hospital. And this was recent, or yeah, this was like last ago? month. Oh, okay. yeah. So I wonder if that means like all those soap opera things with like evil twins and all that stuff. Like if if that's real, because you know that's what when people make fun of soap operas, that's always how they do it. You know, like mm. like evil twin Ronaldo. <laughs> what happens living with him the whole time? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah, an actor will take another. Role. Like play another this or they'll oh, yeah, swap yeah. out a character mm-hmm. or actor for same character, and they just walk on the set and everyone's like, okay, huh. <laughs> yeah. That's Characters it. change kind of often in uh, sitcoms, I think, or soap operas. I thought those were like legacy things. Like you'd be doing that for the rest of your life. Some some actors do. Oh, and like if somebody else has a different career path, then they'll just keep the character alive. There was there was one <laughs> had my brain transplant. Because like James Franco, I think did some soap opera work. He was on General Hospital. Yeah, yeah, he was a villain for a while. Yeah, <laughs> who's now played by a different person. I was wondering, like, how do you be a villain though? <laughs> He's like, I'm actually trying to kill people in this hospital. Or, <laughs> well, it doesn't all take place in the hospital. Oh, well, see, I, well, I've never seen it. I oh, assume yeah. I assumed it was kind of like serious Scrubs. The hospital's General Hospital, and it takes place when. Port Charles or something. Oh, okay. Um, but there was also another guy who was like a hitman for this like crime boss, and then he got a job on like another soap opera, so he died in the show. Yeah. And then they like brought back his character with another person, and claimed that like he got disfigured in an accident or something, and wasn't really dead. Yeah. Um, but he lost all his memory. Oh well. And then. The, I guess the, whatever the other dude was doing didn't work out, so he came back to the show. And they're like, oh, that's not really him. He just has his memories, and this is really him. He's back now. They're getting Kingdom Hearts-ish. Like. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I just I feel like all housewives are actually just nerds. I could believe that. <laughs> they need something to do, I guess. You know what, though? Um, like as my you grandma were, was actually nerd. As you were saying that, I was thinking, I bet Yakuza... Would be really good as a soap opera. Like, I, I, I think can see that. I could. I think it could actually work very well. Um, I don't know how they'd bridge that gap because there's not really a similar thing in the U.S. I mean, there's the mafia, but mm-hmm. it, 
it doesn't translate one to one, you know. Yeah. And if you did do the mafia, I guess that would just be Sopranos. But uh, <laughs> from what I know of Sopranos, well, there's a there's a real guy the Kofu movie that I haven't seen. Oh, I didn't know that either. Yeah, yeah, it's done by Takeshi Miike. Fucking weird. <laughs> the guy who did uh, 13 Assassins. I'm sorry, are we talking about the Yakuza series? We are. Okay, okay. <laughs> I, you said something different, so I don't... I said the Japanese title, <sighs> which is the title of the movie. It's not called Yakuza, okay? <laughs> but it's um a, a pretty famous director did it. Yeah, he's I haven't pretty, seen it, but... He's pretty up there from what I know. Yeah. Alright, I went off on a few tangents there, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should I go next? Go for it. Okay, I'll go next because it segues pretty well. Um, General Hospital. Uh, My Hero Academia. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. And um, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Okay. Um, we talked about My Hero. I don't I don't know anything about JoJo. Yeah, I don't know anything about JoJo. JoJo is a... Um, it's kind of weird. So the plot starts out basically um, about this cursed mask that turns this guy into a vampire. And um, it's weird because, like, the main villain kind of just starts out as just a dick, like, just a general dick. Uh-huh. And um, it escalates from there, like, intensely. Like, they have to go against this, like, curse. And um, I can't really explain the whole thing. It's been a while since I've seen the first few seasons. But it transitions from that. And um, during that first season, they have this kind of, like, I guess a force very similar to, like, Key, almost. Mm-hmm. And um, that's why they're so strong and all this other stuff. But during the second season onward, it transitions into something completely different. And they don't ever really talk about it, except for like <laughs> one character that's like a carryover. Mm-hmm. Um, so they tra- transition from using this force um, to stands. And stands are basically... Mm, I guess the actual definition is pretty broad, but... What most of how they manifest for most people is you have this like being that only you and other stand users can see, mm-hmm. and depending on, I guess just the luck of the draw, its abilities could be you know pretty much anything. Like the main character of, I guess probably the most popular season, uh, Stardust Crusaders. The name of that stand is Star Platinum, and um, it's a close range stand. Um, and basically, you know, it's super fast, super strong. Uh, you find out in the very last few episodes, like during the final showdown with the main villain, uh, Dio, um, that he can also like stop time briefly with it. Mm-hmm. Um, which is actually really, really cool how they do that in the anime because like they play the intro normally and then halfway through, like the villain stops time and the intro stops. <laughs> and it transitions into like the actual episode. It's really cool. Oh. But um so yeah, that's basically what a stand is. Um just this thing that only you and other stand users can see that gives you that has special abilities. There are others that are like long range. There's one that is for some reason just a boat, like a huge <laughs> cruise ship. <laughs> um inanimate objects I think can also have stands. Or, I know non-humans can have stands for sure, because, like, there's a dog in Sardis Crusaders that has a stand that fights against an eagle that also has a stand. <laughs> Isn't, like, a table could have a stand, and if you bump into it, you would get really hurt? Um, I think so, depending on, like, what the actual <laughs> stand's abilities are. Like, some of them are more suited to fighting, a lot of them are. Some are, like, um... Like, for example, one of the stands in the most recent season, Diamond is Unbreakable, it's just, like, really, really small, like, little tiny guys, like, hundreds of them, mm-hmm. and you can kind of disperse them and, like, you know, do this, and then they'll come back, okay. kind of thing, so it varies a lot, but it is kind of, it is really similar to having a superpower, because, I mean, you know, for the most part, other people can't see you. Mm-hmm. Or can't see exactly like what your power is. It just looks like you have this special power. Um, so I thought it would be a pretty good match for My Hero Academia. Uh, this one was actually written by uh, his name 
on fanfiction.net is Mechanical Marshall. And another thing before I go into it, a lot of the names for these are really, really good. Um, and that's what kind of also really wanted to make me uh, read one. Mm -hmm. The one that I chose is called uh, Stand Up for Justice, which is just like, I don't know, it combines both things yeah, like yeah. perfectly, you know? Um, the other one is Heroes Are Unbreakable, which is kind of, you know, like Heroes for My Hero. Mm. Diamond is Unbreakable, you know, put them together, Heroes Are Unbreakable. Mm. So I thought that was pretty cool. But anyway, so this one is essentially like, so for anyone that doesn't know, My Hero Academia, like the school they have, um, they have a council for it. And basically this year they are admitting uh, stand users into the school for the first time. And they have a board with like famous, I guess famous, uh, that was in quotes for some reason, stand users, including the main character from season three, whose name is uh, Josuke Jotaro. And um, so they have him, a uh, character from the first season named Caesar, and uh, other people like on the board and they're discussing like entry, like letting the stand users enter and all of their stuff. And one of the people that they have on the table for consideration is Josuke Higashikata, who's the main character of Diamond is Unbreakable. Also, Jotaro Josuke's, uh, I want to say, cousin or nephew? No. They're related somehow. I can't remember. Um, Whatever you say, I'll believe. Yeah, I guess it's not that important, <laughs> honestly. Um, it's two chapters long. I only read the first chapter, um, but it was really well written. Mm -hmm. Like I wanted to read more. I wanted it to be longer. When I found out it was only two chapters, I was actually a little disappointed. Um, but you know, for the most part, all the characters, uh, both the JoJo characters and the Academia characters, seem very like faithful to how they would. Like I believed their actions and things like that. Mm -hmm. Like it wasn't super action heavy because it really was just them discussing. A lot of Josuke analyzing the hero characters like All Might and um, Endeavor and Eraserhead. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't know. I just really liked it. I wish it was longer. Mechanical Michael, if you're listening, please. <laughs> please. <laughs> come on. Come on, Mike. Yeah. Highly recommended. And it's got a lot of uh, reviews and comments as well, at least compared to what I've read in the past. Um... Let's see. I actually don't know how popular this website is or how often people use it. Uh, it's only got 55 favorites and 12 comments, but compared to everything else, that's not just like that one Paul Blart bullshit where everyone was just like commenting on <laughs> that how was great a it gem. was. That was well, wonderful. everyone else thought so too. <laughs> <laughs> this one only has 12 comments, but I can't imagine any of them were negative because I mean, like, it's just really great. Well, it sounds cool. I didn't. I didn't realize like. Jojo would mesh so well with that universe of my hero, like the stand using thing sounds pretty similar to Quirks. So. Yeah, honestly, yeah. It's and see, it's very similar. What's his name? Big Bird's son. Uh, <laughs> Tokoyami. That sounds right. It's like Fumi something. Yeah. Tokoyami. Tokoyami. Yeah. Tokugami. Tokoyami. Okay. Yeah. It's basically like his dark shadow is a stand that just mm -hmm. everyone can see. Okay. Like, mm -hmm. consider that, like, as what most people have as their stand. I almost said Takoyaki. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's it, it meshes very well. Very, very well. I kind of wish it was real. Maybe in the, um... What's that game? Jump Stars? Jump Force? Jump Force. Maybe... Uh, franchise representatives from both of those will be in the game because that would be pretty cool hmm. if there's like some kind of like story mode thing like character specific story mode so yeah nice I just like when two things you could see kind of working but somebody gets it to work just, mm -hmm. just right mm -hmm. that's great and not with an element of force combat or you know like you said it's more of this like mm -hmm. Their powers in both these universes, how would they interact? You know? The only thing that was weird, and I'm sorry to interrupt you, JJ. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't even say weird, but like they retconned a few things because there is continuity in JoJo. Um, I mean, it's nothing major, but like 
the character from season two, the main character, I believe his name is Joseph. It gets really hard for me to remember for some reason because it's all like Joe something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I believe that at the end of that series, um, he has an affair and, um, that affair leads to the main character in season four. Mm. But his direct son, like his legitimate son, I guess, is the main character in season three. So I guess they're actually half brothers. I'm probably okay. doing that wrong. I don't know. Someone educate me. But they, they are related. <laughs> um, I believe it was like an affair that they had um, that led to that. And um, they kind of like cleaned it up where he lives longer because of that mystical force that he has, which is called Ham. I don't even know. Hammond, H-A-M-O-N. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But um. So his original partner dies, and then he's in Japan, like, giving speeches about something. And he meets the main character's mother of season four. Like, he meets that main character's mother in Japan, like, after his first wife is already dead kind of thing. I mean, like, it, it doesn't matter overall. I actually yeah. kind of liked it better because I was like, oh, man, this guy's a shit face <laughs> cheater. But, yeah. So what do you what do you guys remember from the movie Alien vs Predator? Never saw it. I don't. I don't know if I saw it. Oh okay. Huh. Okay. What what happens in the movie? So you guys will well, actually. So you guys remember at least. You guys know stuff from the Alien movies. And Predator. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So well, the but... Xenomorphs and then the yeah, two o. Oh. Those are two Predators. Those Predator, are two... yeah. Okay. So, yeah, the Predator's name is Y-A-U-T-J-A. -A. Mm -hmm. um, now, so AVP is, it was PG-13. So, oh. it doesn't work well for those two parameters. It's directed by the guy who does the Resident Evil movies, I believe. Okay. It's about a expedition team who goes to the Arctic, and they bore down in the ice, and then they find the Predator temples. Mm -hmm. In those temples, there are Xenomorphs. And they hatch and start killing everybody. Well, it turns out predators use this area as a training, but like hunting grounds. And so while the xenomorphs are starting to kill people, the predators show up and start killing people. And you have uh, this character named Alexa Woods, who is the sole survivor. After at one point, she saves a predator, and the predator's like, You're my friend. I'm going to mark you so no one else will kill you. Because we respect things. Has a weapon fashioned out of an alien tail okay. and a spear. Um, and she ends up killing an alien queen involved. And then the predators just kind of peace out. They're like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Well, we see you have the mark. Bye. You're going to leave you in this Arctic place. <laughs> Spoilers, that movie's like ten years, over 10 years old. Now, what do you guys remember from Men in Black? Oh, uh, man. I already like this. Agent K. K, Agent K. Yeah. yeah. There's an L, too. L was the lady. Oh, was that what it was for? Oh. Elf and lady? <laughs> well, so, so you remember, so you know that Men in Black actually was based on a comic in the 90s, early, early 90s. Oh, I, didn't I didn't know that, no. And it had, to, they did Aliens and Paranormal, but they also didn't do the little mind erase thing. Mm -hmm. They just killed people that saw stuff. Oh. Did, did they have... Frank Pug. Yeah, or the, yeah, the cockroach. I don't remember. Aliens who drink a lot of coffee. I know that the comic was much darker. <laughs> Um, instead of like always having like cool sci-fi guns, it would be like regular. Well, like the coffee aliens weren't cockroaches. That was like the main villain, right? Yeah, Edgar, yeah, yeah. sugar water. Yeah. Um, God, now imagining that, but like Buffalo Bill. Oh, I thought of that. It's so weird that you brought this up because I thought of that scene when I was at McDonald's and I saw someone get like a large tea, like, <laughs> sweet tea, and yeah, like, sugar and water. Some <laughs> <laughs> ground up leaves. <laughs> um, so this takes place immediately at the end of Alien vs. Predator, where the Predators go, peace out. Mm -hmm. Which always bothered me in the end, because they had, like, the little truck to scoop them there. You know, like, the, the Arctic Explorer trucks that you can drive on. I'm like, she's not going to get back today. She's going to die. But it starts off as that. She's, like, just trying to figure out what the hell happened, you know, what she's going to do with her life. She hears a crunch in the snow. She turns around, puts a spear up, thinking it's a xenomorph. It's Agent J. It's Will Smith's character. Okay. And I actually really love the story. So basically, he gives her a whole rundown of what happened in the movie. 
She's like, what do you think happened? He's like, oh, I think that these people went to explore. And then, you know, all this other stuff happened. We could have gotten here earlier and saved you. That's our fault. It's like, I leave you with two options. Option one, we make this all, you know, we forget all this. None of this happened. No one knows who you are. You're dead to me. Or two, you join me and become uh, with you, become you know, become an agent. And she takes that. This is a short story, but she basically kind of thinks about, well, you know, do I want to forget all this and like honor them? She ends up taking the job. Um, and it's short, and that's how it ended. Not a lot of action. It's just basically wrapping up the ending of the movie. Mm. Um, but it was very well written. Like it felt like the character of like how they talk to oh, this is this, you know, very cocky, and they talk about how he's kind of smooth and flirty with her, which his character always was, you know, with other people. Uh-huh. Um, because you, you, you flirt with people who just... Yeah, like yeah. I mean, he flirts with, every, he flirts, he flirts, like, with everybody. Yeah. Um, but then it says, this takes place after Men in Black 2, for the record, and she will not be Jay's partner and is not neur- uh, neuralized because of it. That was, that was Wasn't Men in Black 2, like, the worst one, though? I, I think that was three because they didn't have a finished strip. Oh, but Josh Brolin was really good. I, I don't. Yeah, I know. I saw three. I remember liking it, but I don't really remember. Three was the last movie I remember because I saw it by myself in theaters, which I don't normally see <laughs> movies by myself. Yeah, and I just remember like that was like the last movie I went to a theater by myself. Like had my drink and popcorn, sat in the middle of it, and like kind of looked around, like don't sit next to me. And, <laughs> yeah. I feel like if you brought someone from. Like who survived the alien or predator universe into the Men in Black organization? Like the Men in Black movies are very tongue in cheek. Yeah, and you have this like stone cold serious person that's not funny. Yeah, <laughs> it's people like, could Yo, die. An alien mess with you? Yes, I watched one break out of my friend's chest, like, <laughs> and rip a spine out. Like, um, but for some reason, I I thought it worked really well, just because they had that lightheartedness after that like, a friendly recap. You know, um, it felt very true to Men in Black. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly because I didn't think AVP actually was a good AVP. I didn't know it was PG-13. Yeah. It seems like it would be... A, well, like, they did a sequel, and yeah. then they made it a hard R to be, let's be edgy, and like the pred-alien, which in the end of AVP is a teaser that the Xenomorph laid an egg in a predator, and there's mm-hmm. a hybrid. The hybrid crashes on Earth and kills an entire maternity ward in the sequel. Because oh. they had to make it super edgy and it was terrible wait how did it, you said it crashed the, on the ship crashed back on earth because the hybrid comes out and kills all the other predators on the ship oh okay, okay. yeah it was all I've, I think I've only seen like the original alien those are two separate franchises though, yeah. right? well they yeah. came together in books and comics and that was always a big thing like that there was even a Batman vs. Alien oh. which is great it's actually pretty enjoyable I saw the most recent Alien. Is it Covenant or Resurrection or something? Yeah. But um, the the biggest problem with that movie is that these are astronauts looking for a new inhabitable yeah. planet. Two things. They choose a planet covered in hurricanes to try and colonize. Mm. I don't know why you do that. Yeah. Uh, and then when they go down to explore it, they don't wear any kind of like rebreather or any kind of like protection from the environment which is how everything hits the fan so i think ridley scott should step away from this because like even the prometheus i hated that movie because it was still the whole oh, i didn't see prometheus. it was like, smart people doing dumb things like yeah. hey look at this little alien let me touch it well it's the same thing yeah that and then they have, do like, that the horror movies like yeah. why would you ever do that These yeah sciences and it's <laughs> and like i i hate it i actually wanted to leave during covenant i wanted to just get up and leave and it, it was just infuriating. Yeah. But, no, this actually, the, the story was better than Covenant. And, yeah. uh, I also believe that it would be Jay that would get sent into the Arctic yeah. instead of, like, <laughs> K or L. Because they'd be like, no, we're not going. Yeah. Send the new guy. Send Tiger. Is Z, <laughs> is Z like the boss? Is he like the yeah. old Zed, guy? Yeah. Okay, okay. I can't remember. I don't want to watch Moon Black again. I know. Is that on Netflix? <laughs> mm. Yeah, it was enjoyable. And that was actually, sorry, I forgot to read the author's name, which was uh, 
Uh, the title of the story, sorry, was called Bittersweet Endings, and it was by Soloneth? Soloneth? Sorry if I'm saying your name wrong. I also feel like... Did they have, like, that discussion? Um... With uh, Jay and whoever the survivor is, like in the Arctic, like they were still yeah, there. they're still standing there the whole time. Oh yeah, I believe that they would at least try to get her out of the situation first. Well, it kind of reminds me like you know when like Kay kind of he's like here's the deal, like he kind of does the same thing. It's like, well yeah, you know, and like let you think about it. But I don't know. I like the idea of a character going. I could forget this entire like horror uh-huh. that happened, and then no. I'm going to join this other group. I also didn't realize it was a comic. So it's kind of like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, where that was a lot... Loosely based on, but yeah. Grittier than yeah. what the TV show would be. Or the movies, I guess, too. Yeah, Ninja Turtles is far more violent. Even the first film was more violent than the sequel, because I know, like, because of kids liking it, they didn't have them draw their weapons on people. That's why they tend to just kick them. Oh. Huh. Is that better? <laughs> I guess so. Uh, the beautiful theme music you're hearing for the show is courtesy of Purple Planet, and you can find them at www.purple-planet.com. Uh, the song we use is called Duck Soup, and it's quite lovely. Yeah, we never <laughs> played to them. No, I've been I've been uh, giving them like written credit and oh, okay. the tags, but uh, okay. I wanted to make sure. I'm Mention that verbally. Whenever yeah, I yeah. hear our theme, I actually like, smile a little bit. Just I oh, start it's laughing. A, it's a good. It's, it's a good. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. It's a good song. But uh, we we thank you for listening. This was episode five. If you want to send us anything, story, fan art, anything you think is related to uh, fan fiction, you can tweet at us at Dorky Dorky LC on Twitter, right? Yeah. And then hashtag dorky dorky lit. Right. Yeah. We got it. We got it. Usually it takes me three times, but that was it. So thank you for listening. And as always, stay, stay fantastic. fantastic.